get your internet dials to danger as we bring you action, as we bring you science, and as we bring you theatre with Action Science Theatre. And here is the office you'll be spending your time in. Wow, great. It's, um, very... Cosy? I was going to say small. Very small. Cosy is a better word. Really, quite small. Cosy. And just wait until you realise you have to share it with someone. Oh, hello there. Didn't see you behind all those... Are those real dusty tomes? They weren't dusty when they were put on his desk. Kate, this is Douglas, the third member of our little team. Ah, hello. So, you're the new girl. Well, welcome to the International Commission on Zoological Nomenclature. Excuse me? I'm not saying it again. Well, thanks. I'll be honest, I was expecting the organisation that keeps the names straight for every animal to be slightly... Bigger? Bigger than a closet with three people working in it, at least. Well, let me correct you there, Kate. This closet only has two people working in it. I work down the hall in my own office. The Ixon isn't the only thing I manage. Yes, he manages to get away with doing even less work than I do. It is impossible to do less than zero work, Douglas. Fair point. Now, Kate, that small space in between the stuffed badger and the filing cabinet is your desk. Get settled in, and I'll talk to you later. Well, how about I give you the tour? Okay. Well, that about covers it. Got it. It's small. So what's the system here? There's a hidden assumption in your question. Right. What's this pile? That is the pile of open cases. Biologists tell us when they think someone has made a mistake in the name of some animal or other, and then we investigate. Mistake? Well, either two animals we thought were different are actually the same, or someone's found an earlier description of an animal in an old journal somewhere that predates the one we have, and has a different name. And there's the odd misspelling. Hmm. And what's the most common reason for someone to contact us to open a case? Ah, when they don't like another biologist and they really want to mess with them. I see. This is important work, though. We have to know what things are called so we can talk about them properly. It's vital work, with no real deadline. My favourite. I don't think you take it very seriously. I'm going to organise this place. There'll be folders, just you wait and see. Probably colour-coded. But I won't know for sure exactly what stationery I'll need until we've gone through it all. We? I think you'll find I have it all very nicely sorted. Thank you very much. Sorted? It's a mess in here. There's piles all over the place. I wasn't talking about the piles. Folders, I tell you. Folders are unnatural. Dirty. You should learn to embrace entropy. Listen, I know I'm the new girl and all, so tell me if this is out of place, but I think you might be an idiot. You say that as if it's a bad thing. Right, Kate, I hope you've got the measure of your co-worker by now. I think Douglas is an idiot, but he's a very clever idiot. Well, you're half right. Now, you two are better acquainted. I'm sending you both out into the field. Oh, what? Outside? Send one of the naturalists. They like mud and cold and things. Douglas, there haven't been naturalists since the 19th century. They're biologists now. Madness. This is an Ixon matter, anyway. We don't want them involved with this one. They'll only overreact. Can issues pertaining to zoological nomenclature really be as ominous as that sounds? Oh, you'd be surprised. There's an old abandoned natural history museum in Scarborough. We have a report of some interesting specimens that might shed some light on open cases. Go there, look at the specimens, don't touch anything. 
If you're worried about the mercury they used to use to stuff animals, we can wear gloves and... That's not what I'm worried about. Douglas knows. Now go. I want to eat my lunch in here. I don't want my office to get all crummy. A museum on Museum Terrace. The town planners had an early lunch that day. Where else would you put a museum? Now, how are we going to get in? It certainly looks close to visitors. Did the giant locks and boarded up windows and doors tip you off? That and the dusty, ominous closed sign that is swinging gently in the wind. A nice touch, that. Really creates a sense of dread. Who reported this, anyway? Some public-minded soul, no doubt. Someone who somehow managed to notice a specimen through the planks of wood covering every entrance, and also happened to know the date of its first official description, and then noticed that its mounting seems to indicate it predates that, and that it has a different name to the one we have, and then knew to call the uh, Ixen. Simple. Okay, so you're saying someone tricked us to get us out here? They must be breaking into our office as we speak! No, it probably was some wandering naturalist. Strange lot. Couldn't put it past them. Still, keeps them from falling in with gangs. Let's see if we can't break and enter. Wait, what? Shouldn't we get permission? Don't we have permission already? Uh, if it makes you feel any better, let's say we do. Now, if I can get us in, but we need to get the planks off first. Did you bring a crowbar? A crowbar? No, I didn't, because I could have sworn I just joined the Ixen and not Fagin's gang. Well, you'll soon learn. Let's see here, there's bound to be something we can use to get... Or we could just throw a brick through that window and climb in. Yes, that'll do too. Glad to see you've entered the spirit of the venture. Give me a boost, will you? Okay, right, where do we start? Generally, in these situations, we snoop around aimlessly until we find something interesting. Which might take a while. I meant left or right? Oh, well, the closest door is to the right, so let's try that. Locked? Well now, historically, interesting things can be found behind locked doors. I didn't bring any more rocks to throw through things. Turn around for a moment. I'm sorry? I don't like to reveal my secrets. Just turn your back. If I regret this, you'll regret it more. Fine, there. I'm turned... around. Et voila! I'm not going to ask how you did that, because you'll only enjoy telling me. Now stop beaming smugly and stand aside. I'll go have a look. There's loads of stuff. Come along then, we might as well start in here. Right, okay, there's only a few more stuffed animals on the top shelf. They're really quite heavy. Yes, uh, I had noticed you missed a few. Great, yes, thanks. Did it occur to you to help at all? Oh, it occurred to me, but I thought that you, as the new girl, would benefit from the experience. Plus it's dusty and I have asthma. You didn't mention that before. It comes and goes. (laughs) I think I was alright at picking up and looking at things before now, actually. See? Look! I'll demonstrate my skill by picking up that whole bird skeleton all by my... Now that is interesting. I... what? Was that whole cabinet a secret door? Did I just open a secret door? It can't be a secret door. They don't really exist. No, I refuse to believe it. And yet, there it is. It's fairly dark in there. I don't suppose you have a torch. I have one on my phone, but I'm definitely not going first. This is senior Ixon staff member territory now. Here's my phone. Off you pop. You're still on probation, you know. 
thrusting me into the no-doubt giant moor of doom won't look good on your assessment. Just go already. All right, all right. Wish me luck. Well? It's not at all what I expected. What is it? It's... empty. Empty? Not a stuffed sausage. Well, that's weird. Why would a natural history museum have a secret room? You know, I think it's time to leave, and quickly. Hey, quit pushing! What's the sudden rush? Run while talking! Because you're right, a natural history museum wouldn't have a secret room, which means that this isn't a natural history museum, and we've just opened something that was supposed to... Stay hidden! Rats! Douglas? Yes, Kate? Why has it gone dark? Probably because giant unbreakable metal sheets have covered all the windows and doors. Right. Why? Well, if it were me, I wouldn't leave that question unanswered for very long. What's that noise? It's a recording. Just wait. Hello and welcome. If you are hearing this message, that means you have just triggered the security system. We sincerely hope that you enjoy the final few minutes of your life and apologise for any inconvenience caused. Douglas, look, I'm going to have to rush you for an explanation. Just shh, shh, for a second and don't move. Kate, take a step to the right. Okay. Ah, that was close. And now... Step right again. Ah, I'm beginning to see. Let's make our way back to the hidden room. Ah, the pre-laser death trap place. Splendid idea. Right, made it. Oh, here we go again. Our sensors indicate that you have escaped the organic matter reorganisation and carbonisation area. Rest assured we here at Living Cross strive for complete end-user annihilation. We thank you for dedicating your last minutes to listening to this message. Oh, I hate it when they get a death trap from one of the big corporations. No craftsmanship. Lucky it's so old. It'll take a few minutes to figure out where we've gone. We might be in with a chance. Right. I think we should have another look in the secret room. That's what triggered this whole situation. Good thought. I'll just have another peek. Bring the torch, will you? I think I'll keep it out here with me, thanks. What? Kate, I'm sure you've noticed that you've accidentally triggered the secret door to close, trapping me inside. I'm positive you are, right this instant, finding the thing that opens the door. You're right about me noticing, wrong about it being an accident. I'm not letting you out until I know I can trust you. Right. Can I earn your trust later? It's just we're kind of in the middle of a giant death trap. Exactly why I need to trust you. Who are you really and what's going on? It's all a bit complicated. Oh, right. Well, now I'll definitely let you out. I didn't realise it would be complicated. I mean, too complicated to explain now. I'm probably all right in here, but you're in danger out there. You really are a wizard at stating the obvious. Well, if you're not going to be any use to me, I'll go and find out by myself. Kate, if you die, I'll have to fill out a form. Kate, I hate forms. Oh, rats. Okay, made it to the director's office. Bound to be something in here. Seriously? A record? How old is this security system? Welcome to the second level of security. Living Cross appreciates your interest in the important secrets and or prisoners you are trying to access. 
However, systems have now been upgraded from level 1, Meddlesome Kids, to level 7, Kill the Intruder. For your convenience, there will now be a short break in the recording for your quip or comeback. Um, right. You... No, that's no good. Gosh, this is hard to do off the cuff. How does James Bond do it? Um, oh, I have one. Let's... Thank you. As part of our value-added service, any identifiable remains shall be posted to the loved one of your choice. Terms and conditions apply. Cost of postage shall be entirely at your own expense. Unidentifiable remains shall be used as compost. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay, Kate, you can do it. Whatever appears on the other side of that hidden door, just punch it really, really hard. Ah, robot! Ah, my hand! I shouldn't have punched metal. Oh, hey, it collapsed. Looks like Douglas was right. No craftsmanship. Now, let's see what I can find out. I never thought I'd get good at dodging lasers. Kate? You're not dead? Well done. Yeah, thanks. Look, who are the scientists for tidiness? Ah, fresh air. Well? Scientists for tidiness? The enemy. If you know their name, I'm willing to bet you found out all about them already. I want to hear it from you, because I refuse to believe what I've read. It's just too... Horrifying? Ridiculous. Oh, right. So, spill. I've already punched a robot to pieces today, and I'll do the same to you. All right, all right. Scientists for tidiness. They're an organisation of the most ainly retentive buzzkills the world has ever seen. For hundreds of years, they've tried to make sure the world is split up into very tidy little boxes. Unlike us? Yes, very much unlike us. For a start, we're fun at parties. Second, we don't have any lasers. And third, we don't try and force the world into an artificial pattern. We just try and keep track of the messy sprawl as best we can. And this lot are insane enough in their love of tidiness to, what, set up a death trap? Well, I expect this is an old storage site of theirs. They hate that the animal kingdom doesn't make a regular pattern. It's all general groupings with fuzzy boundaries. Look at the platypus, for goodness sake. That really drives them mad. They buy up or steal as many odd edge-case animals as they can find to suppress their existence. Got to put them somewhere. So, the Ixen doesn't just look after the names. We fight the scientists for tidiness, racing to retrieve and describe specimens before they can get their grubby mitts on them. Well, some of us do. I mostly try and lounge about and do as little work as possible. Wait, that wasn't a cover? Heck no. See how much work being out in the field is. We here at Living Cross take our commitment to quality very seriously and as such would like to apologise that your murder has taken this long. We set only the highest standards for ourselves and so please know we are doing everything in our power to rectify this unfortunate situation. At no additional cost to the customer, we have engaged the self-destruct for this installation. We would like to take this opportunity to wish you a nice remainder of your day. T minus three minutes. To be fair, their customer service seems to be top-notch. Right. I don't suppose you managed to find a way out in your wanderings? No, but I didn't get as far as the rotunda in the middle of the building. It's the last place to check. Follow me. Wow. Would you look at that? Look at all the specimens. All laid out, all around the wall. So organised. There must be hundreds here. And look! Shelves and shelves of folders to organise it all. 
I could spend hours just looking at them. This is your two-minute warning. Although that does focus the mind somewhat. Right. There must be a hidden lever or something. Nobody locks down a building with a self-destruct without a hidden escape route. Really? You've been in this situation before, right? I have nothing to worry about, right? Goodness, no. No idea what I'm doing. Now, lift anything that might be hiding a button. Wait, stop. Let's think about this. These tidiness guys are nothing if not, well, tidy. Where's the tidy place to put an escape route? No idea. Tidy isn't really one of my strong points. Ah, Kate, you idiot. Of course. Tidy people file things away. Folders. Yes, quick. Let's see. E for escape route. It's not here. One minute until your scheduled explosion. No, look under S for secret escape route. Ah, gotcha. Aha, got it. Behind the thing that looks like someone crossed an elk with a bald eagle. Ah, yeah, got it. Let's go. We would like to take this final moment to thank you for engaging with the Living Cross brand. If you have any feedback on your experience, please fall to your knees and howl it into the uncaring universe as the building explodes around you. If you have managed to escape, please speak your feedback into any telephone. We will hear it. That was close. I'm a little surprised it actually exploded, to be honest. See? This is why I hate fieldwork. There's always running. I hate running. Oh, what now? Uh, I know who this is. Slacking again, Douglas. Hello, boss. The Ixon has a helicopter? We have a good deal more than that, young lady. Come along, you two. Dust yourselves off and hop in. Only a quick jaunt to the helicarrier and we'll get you debriefed. The clean-up teams will scavenge what they can from the debris. And then... A nice big rest, with some sitting around included. No, no. There'll be plenty in that smouldering ruin to lead us to the next tide in a storage site. You're not done yet. Yes! Oh, rats. Starring in Name Calling were Kirsten Summers, Dan Bond, John Viner and Wendy Bradley. Written by Dan Bond and Brian Macken. Produced by Dan Booth. For more Action Science Theatre, go to actionsciencetheatre.com.